ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Settle down, settle down, myself included. Settle the fuck down, Will. <sighs> Nash, are you down with the sickness? Um, I don't have it, but then I get your... This week is all about the coronavirus that is sweeping the globe, kind of, sort of, maybe. It's sprinkling the globe. It's sprinkling. At least people are agitated and pissed off and... Not going to work and so much shenanigans is happening. We're going to break it down. What, like, what, what's going on? And what we kind of touched upon this last week um, with the coronavirus, the corona cure. You can check out in the archives. You Mad Bro Podcast is a You Mad Bro Podcast on ambiguousproduction.com. And of course, You Mad Bro Pro on Instagram, Facebook, and anywhere and everywhere podcasts can be found iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Google Play, etc., etc. So, Nash, we're going to talk about the virus. Just how it's affected us, what the world, our, our surroundings, Hoboken, the economy, politics, anything and everything under the sun. Starting with this, I guess, some basic statistics on what is actually out there, the number of cases, um, and kind of go from there. So this, let's start, Nash. Okay, first off, before we even start on the statistics, how is this? Start uh, on the statistics. Like, what's what? What are your overall thoughts just on this virus, and like, what the, the what difference a week makes? Um. I don't know. I feel like my mentality on it hasn't changed too much. It's not that deadly of a virus. It is. It can kill you. Don't get me wrong. But it's not. I guess that's probably the biggest issue is that it doesn't kill that quickly. But it just doesn't kill that many either. Because if it killed too quickly, it wouldn't spread. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've played I've played uh Plague Inc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not too worried about it. Just for like, I don't know. I don't. It's not the apocalypse. No, it's definitely not the apocalypse. But people are buying toilet paper of all <laughs> things. Paper. Like it is the apocalypse. Like it's not coming tomorrow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, people are buying toilet paper. Like it gives you explosive diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely like. I understand food, water, maybe some hand sanitizer. Like you heard that one guy who's he bought seventeen thousand things of hand sanitizer, and he has no one to sell it to. <laughs> I'll take some. Like this guy's job is essentially he just buys things on Amazon and resells them. He's a professional flipper, um, not a dolphin. Just a professional flipper. So and he's just he's just stuck because he can't he can't do anything with it. Um. So we have a few different sources here with um in regards to the virus. 
with the cases. So one of them is from the New York Times, one of them is from worldometers.info slash coronavirus, which we talked about last week. Um, I don't know which one's more more uh, reliable these days. Okay. Let's go with the Times. Let's go with the Times first. The good old New York Times. Um, so there was 80,000 cases in just China. Yeah. Um, 3,200 deaths. Behind that is Italy at 27,000, almost 28,000, 2,400 deaths. Then Iran. No one's mentioning Iran. I haven't, oh, wow. I haven't heard the like, cases. Yeah, I didn't realize how far down the list the U.S. was. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth on the list. Um, this is updated from New York Times, March 16th at 6.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There was 4,300 cases in the U.S. and only 79 deaths. Now, Nash, this 4,300 number, that's probably inaccurate. Uh, not because not due to the times, but this due because there's not enough tests to go around. Yeah, not enough yeah, people have yeah. been tested. That number is probably tw- twice, if not triple. Um, but I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. But deaths is pretty spot on because they had it and they died. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Nash. Great, great insight on that one. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> go, to, go to hell, man. <laughs> right? Like, it's like so. I guess so. There's not enough, not enough data to, to find how many people have died. Like, well, I'm just saying, death is more. You can't assume they died of something else. It's more definite. Yeah. More eternal. So, um, does do these numbers? I'm, I'm talking about the world numbers here. Qatar made the list. Ooh. Wow. Um, I think it's like 130 countries have at least one. Let me go to the other website. They can confirm. Yeah, 182,000 worldwide, 7,157 deaths worldwide. Here's a number that no one's talking about. 79,000 people have recovered. That's a, that's a ridiculous majority. Yeah, it's um. Well, actually, it's a ninety. Well, that's okay. Uh, closed cases. It's a ninety-two percent recovery rate. That's pretty high. It's an A minus. Uh, that's really high. But now, I now I don't I don't want to talk about these numbers saying that there shouldn't be. Like, for example, a curfew in Hoboken. There shouldn't be no sporting events. There shouldn't be a social. Um, what's the term they use? Social gathering. Well, that they didn't know social displacement, right? Like they like Trump said he doesn't want any oh, like yeah. groups, no more than ten people in like an area. That's just, like that's like as big as a group can go. Yeah. Now, um, I do think that's the I do think governments and uh, administrations and businesses are doing that kind of right call the whole work from home movement that's been going around. Um, so this thing doesn't spread, but ninety two percent. Recover or discharged. And right now, they're, they're up right above it. We can look at active cases. It says 89,900, so almost 90,000 are in mild condition, while 6,000 are in serious or critical. So it's still not even. Yeah, it's nothing. So like the, the numbers, the numbers don't add up to the reaction is what I'm trying to get at. Or do they? I mean, because some people would say, you know, maybe they, maybe they, they do. I'll, I would say it depends on whose reaction, because I think some people have definitely overreacted by a lot. But I think for the most part, mm-hmm. 
I'm assuming not everybody believes that you're going to need three years worth of toilet paper to survive a respiratory issue. (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe, guys. That's right, Nash. Don't need an inhaler. Here's some toilet paper. (laughs) Here's some Charmin. (laughs) That bear will fart into your mouth and you can breathe. (laughs) Right? But, um... So there's, there's, a, there's a graph down here saying by how many deaths uh, by country. So obviously the total deaths is the most in China with 3,200 as opposed to 80,000 never infected. Uh, next up is Italy. Italy is having a tough time, man. Like Italy is a str- struggling over. You're on a struggle bus. Twenty-seven, Almost 28,000 cases and 2,100 dead. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to every other country, that, that's definitely the highest ratio of inf- of inf- of cases to deaths. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because it's Italy. I don't know. I don't know the state of Italy's health care. I don't know either. Or their government for that reason, for that matter. I know the whole country is shut down. Um, but like the U.S. What was it? What did New York Times say? It says it says 86. Um. New York Times says, as I scroll up, 79. So between less than 100. <laughs> we'll say less than 100. Yeah, we Schools are shut time. down. The NBA is done. March Madness is canceled. Hoboken's in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> it's important for everybody to know. Right? Long like, Island is... Uh, it has eight o'clock curfew now. No gathering of like fifty or more people or something mm-hmm. like that. It's definitely, uh, and I don't think any of that government precaution. I don't think any of that is unwarranted. I don't either. I I agree with you. I think in this case, it's better to be safe than sorry, um, because this is an unknown thing for the most part. You know, the biggest thing you fear is something you don't understand or something you don't know. Yeah. There's nothing scarier than the unknown. Um, but this, this gonna, they're going to have ramifications that are just going to be unheard of, which we're going to get to in terms of policies being made, you know, the point, the, the blame game going on in U- U.S. politics. Oh, Jesus, dude. Right? Which is, we'll get to that. And then, of course, the economy. Um, but before we even get that, let's go to the age. Let's look at some age, sex, um, existing conditions, statistics about this virus. So confirmed death rate in confirmed cases, 21% or 21, 20, almost 22% of people who are 80 plus years old. Sorry, it's just I have a feeling that's not like I thought that was gonna be like way higher. That's not like low, but yeah, like out of all the well, okay, death rate for all cases, fourteen point eight. Now, what's the difference between like the confirmed cases and all cases? I don't know. I guess that number is based purely off of number, like the confirmed people they have. You don't know all the people that have it and that have died because of it. Right. And then, you know, the further you go down, like, 0 to 9, 0, 10 
2029.2 Nash. That's us. We're going to make it. Okay. Uh, and then as you go up, it's like literally less than 10%. And then you get to the old people, 80 plus, 14.8 for all cases. So again, the numbers, and I think that's what a lot of people are kind of pointing to is saying that the government's being ridiculous. You know, it's just people overreacting. Why can't I go to work? Why can't we go to sporting events? Why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? When the numbers are so low, maybe that's because, maybe that's why the numbers are so low. This is globally, too. Yeah. What do you think? I I don't know. I think it's best that things are the way they are right now. Just because these numbers would all just be higher if we didn't. Yeah. It's better to overreact. To this type of thing than to underreact. Better to overreact than to underprepare. Yeah. But uh, male to female death rate. See how how this how this makes sense. Like four point seven and then two point. It doesn't add up to a hundred. What do you mean? My right, death rate between males and females. No, it's it's your probability of dying. Oh. oh. Okay. 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 Pre-existing medical conditions. Um, so if you have, obviously, cardiovascular disease, you're more likely to die. Diabetes and then chronic respiratory disease, cancer, uh, hyperextension. But no pre-existing conditions, 0.9% death rate. That's tiny. It's tiny. So tiny. So tiny. Nash, it just, it just blows my mind that these numbers are causing this mass hysteria. It blows my mind that these numbers are why you can't buy toilet paper. That's <laughs> what it blows my fucking mind, dude. I, just, I don't get that. I just want to cook some hamburgers. But you people bought all the goddamn ground beef. Where's the meat? Where's the meat, baby? Where's the meat? But seriously, like, why, why don't we hear about all these people who have recovered? Because then everybody would, you know why? It's because everybody would go by, well, first off, the media is a piece of shit. But on on an unintentional basis, it's actually good they are pieces of shit right now. Because the more people that are terrified of it, the less likely you're going to leave and go spread it. True. So if they announce that people are being cured, only cured, like, like, yeah, okay, okay. But here's, here's the thing. If people are getting it, and then the majority are recovering... Vast majority. Vast majority. So what's the difference between like this and literally like a common cold and a flu? I know people are going to tell me there's a big difference, but because science says so. Um, I, I understand there is a difference, but like, well, for this, I don't mean to compare this to a flu, but there's such a high recovery rate. This really doesn't seem that serious. Well, to recover from this, you kind of need modern medicine. You need to be able to monitor something. You need to be able to monitor somebody almost all the time for them to recover. Mm-hmm. So modern medicine for wealthy nations with a wealthy enough uh, healthcare system. Yeah, they're probably going to be fine just because they have the means to do it. Poorer nations can't afford that or have... A lot of remote places that don't have that type of infrastructure now, it's going to affect them a lot. But, uh, flip the mic around. You sure? Yeah. 100%. But yeah, so, uh, there you go. You were right. Yep. Um, what was I saying? 
I don't know. It's all about the recovery rate. Uh, let's let's break it down by states. This is a scary image, Nash. That's right where we are. <laughs> uh, the, the giant one, the uh, covered in red. The uh, the tri-state area is just a giant circle. Of just well, it makes sense. That's where all the people are. Boston. It's where all the people are. What the hell is that? Georgia, North. Northern oh, yeah. Georgia? No, I thought Atlanta is Southern Georgia. No, that's right there, I think. That's where Atlanta is? Atlanta? Yeah. And well, that's where all the people are. L.A. Well, since all of Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> Denver. Um, Chicago is not too bad. Oh, Chicago, no. Chicago's over here. No, Chicago's make Michigan over here. Chicago's in Illinois, dude. Chicago's in Illinois. Chicago's in Illinois. Okay. Oh, 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 over here. Over here. Jesus. Over here. Christ. This is uh Detroit. I guess. Yeah, it has to be. Okay, see how all the roads go to it? It's definitely their biggest city. Right. Okay, here we go. And then Twin Cities. Yeah. Uh one in Alaska, dude. I hate to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> one guy in Juno's got it. Um, Asia, you New York Times had one other interesting chart here I wanted to pull up that I can't, might not be here. Dude, whip it out, dude. No, it's in a different article. Son of a bitch. Literally, dude, the article is like the CO2 emissions in China from like February, like, because like all their, all their factories are getting shut down. And they've just like drastically dropped. Dropped, dude, oh almost to nothing. Oh my God. Maybe this is what does it. Wakes the people up from alleged climate change. All right, Nash, because you're so awake. Let's let's talk about let's talk about the economy. <laughs> have you been? Have it's you, all made up. <laughs> you gonna give me a hashtag Nash about the economy right now? Uh, right now, yeah. We our our economy. What do you mean? It's it's all made up. Define. Define. Elaborate. Define what's made up. The fuck you even mean? How is it made up? It's an arbitrary numbering system based on whatever you value at a given point of time, but it's not based off of a single instance. It's based off of multiple instances at the same occurrence. It's made up off of purely what your heart says it is. Or whoever owns the most, <laughs> or in, or in this case, the Fed. Yeah, well, well no, they're 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 trying. Not even the Fed's terrible at doing it because every time they have done something, they're usually incorrect. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, with this virus, obviously, I've been working from home. The service industry taking a big hit. Broadway is dark. There's no Broadway shows. Times Square is virtually a ghost town. Um, it was really eerie. There were two people on my bus the other day at work, going into work, and I was one of them. All right. Oh my god! Like going into New York City Times Square, I was one of two people on a bus. Damn. Yeah, think of that. Uh, college basketball tournament is canceled. The one year Hofstra makes it in. Uh, professional sport, <laughs> professional sports, MLB, NHL, soccer in Europe. Um, 
I think I'm missing a few. Like obviously, all, all major sports, NBA is draft, all on hold. You get the draft. They're thinking about postponing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Conferences, South by Southwest concerts, St. Patrick's Day parades have all been called off or postponed. Disneyland is closed. Disneyland site like, threw up and through a recession a decade ago, wiped out millions of American jobs and trillions of dollars in wealth. Is shuttered. It's closed because 80 people are dead. <laughs> okay, but yeah, but if you're going to get it, you're going to get it at Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those goddamn turkey legs. <laughs> uh, just, just, just today, WrestleMania has been moved. 80,000, 90,000 people were set to be in Tampa Bay, Florida, at the, uh, the, uh, the Buccaneers Stadium. It was going to be a huge event, estimated to bring in like 15, no, $75 million for WWE and even triple that for the city of Tampa. Um, like this leisure and hospitality have to get laid off or they have to work crazy hours or like stupid hours or no hours. Um, so here's like the cost, local local losses. Cleveland's, uh, Ohio lost $8 million because March Madness canceled. Um, that's just like the, that was just like a few games played in Cleveland, Detroit for the frozen four, which is hockey's, um, like all-star break, $10 million. The final four, just the final four games of the NCAA tournament, a hundred plus million dollars for Atlanta South by Southwest, which of course is the big conference in Austin, Texas, $355 million gone or not gone, just not being made. Yeah, I mean, that's people are basing a lot of things off of that money going to come in. Well, this is this is like also based off the number. So the $355 million specifically is how much money was brought in last year. Oh, my 2019. Jesus. You got to think. Like Final Four even. Hotels, restaurants, bars. Um, ho- oh, yeah, just based off, like, the tourism aspect. Yeah, South by Southwest, yeah. like, like the, the tourism for it, let alone the actual conference. Um, like, if they had, like, if they had something made, like, a company had something made for, for Southwest, like, merchandise, all the merch they're going to sell at Final Four, can't sell that anymore. The venues that were paid out, got to get that money back. Um, the players don't get paid, but, you know. Wow. Do the players get paid? College basketball players are going to start getting paid oh, uh, very, very oh, soon. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like Frozen 4. Um, since sports are down, um, anyone who's a contractor, so people like who are on the TV production crew, the cameraman operators, the vendors in the arena, um, like the people who clean up afterwards. There's so many people who work for an NBA team who just aren't working. Because the season's called off. Because it is scare. What do you do? Yeah. Hotels. Yeah, gee. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, North, North America, scared. 40% hotel cancellation rates as opposed to 52% in Europe and obviously 90% in the 90%. Asia. 90%. Asia and the Pacific. Who the hell is a 10%? I guess it's people going back, right? Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, that's just hotels. Oh, that's hotels, yeah. That yeah. Even be. Who the hell's who the hell kept their flight with the middle of this going on? <laughs> it's crazy people. Uh or people don't believe it who just don't believe it's real. Um well not I shouldn't say real, don't believe it's a threat. Um so like with, with the sports, it brings down revenues in neighborhood bars, restaurants, and every single game day, which we've already mentioned. Um you know, just crazy stuff. Now, Nash, I ask you. Oh shit. Is it worth it? What? Not dying? 
But the numbers show you don't really die. Uh, okay. All right. So the the no, you're not wrong. Like is is a hundred plus million dollars over a six percent mortality rate in most people over eighty. That uh, now human human you can't put a price on human life. I don't want to. Make, I want to. I want to. No, put, I'm not going to say put, that. Put word in my I'm mouth. not going to say that bullshit. I was just going to say it is incredibly uh, costing taxing especially because almost essentially every business gets gets worse because of it mm-hmm. because of these restrictions put on it so i have no idea how the hell you would help that in the economy because this is a crazy this is a crazy ass circumstance but at the same time the reason people aren't as infected and aren't dying is because they're not there aren't that many people interacting with each other yeah doing what they're supposed to do so uh, from an economic standpoint it's absolutely terrible but from a shit that needs to get done standpoint like this is exactly what we should be doing because the more you interact the more likely you're going to spread it and that's the thing like hospitals are only effective if they have enough staff Mm -hmm. on you know on call that can actually treat you and so if those numbers rise too high, that just wouldn't be the case. And I think, honestly, that might be like the main reason why this whole social quarantine or social separation or I forget the actual term. Distancing. Social distancing, whatever, is happening because overcrowding hospitals is a very big and very legitimate concern on everybody's minds. Yeah. At least people in power making these decisions. Because... That is just going to make a bad situation even worse. But the impact on the global stock market since the start of the outbreak. Now, Nash, I don't know if you if you follow the economy, but you know, December, January, and going into February, you know, like the Nasdaq 100, the Dow Jones, the S and P 500 was hitting record high day after day. Every day was breaking the record it set before the net the day previously. Like it was just absolute crazy growth. Everywhere, everyone was up and then gone. And it's oh, gone. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And it's it's just a race. So since the economic uh collapse of 2008, 2009, the financial housing bubble burst, um, 2009, the government had the bailout. We've mm-hmm. been in a bull market, the longest bull market in recent history, like almost a little over 10 years. Which a bull market, for those who don't know, is when the markets are averaging up. Like the markets are consistently growing up. Average growth is up. I think the growth was up like 1,400%. Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> it was 400 to 1,400. I'm not an economist. I don't mm. quite remember my research. But in the past three weeks, the Dow has dropped, you know, 1,000 points, 2,000 points. You know, a little little stutter step up, back a thousand points, back fifteen hundred points. I know. Um, and today, for the first time in a very long time since the, in nineteen eighty seven, the Dow dropped three thousand points at one point. It reached over three thousand just before markets closed. The Dow Industrial averaged uh, a twenty nine ninety seven point ten points lower. That's a twelve. That's a twelve point nine percent decrease. Jesus. Now, on Friday, it dropped 9.9%. 
9.99. Like it hasn't dropped 10% since the 80s. Like things in the actual indexes have been going nanners. So here's the biggest Dow losses of all time. The biggest one's October 19th, 1987 at like about 23, 24%. Um, and then obviously a crash of 29. And then today, March 16th, 2020 at 12.9%. And then that beat a record from just last week at 9.99%. Holy shit. People are freaking the fuck out. No, I just think people aren't doing anything. They're selling. Kind of makes sense. How valuable is this thing you're not using right now? Your life is worth more, kind of, if you get that. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Because... Work for a lot of people has been limited or non-existent. And so you have this thing that isn't really worth much in the grand scheme of things. If you don't know how long you're not going to have a job for, so might as well sell it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like I almost, I almost sold some stuff in my mutual fund that I'm literally saving, um, like to buy a house with. Or to like something that's super, super important. Like maybe even if I can make a stretch out long enough to retirement. Yeah. Um, just so I can make rent. Just have a little bit of a cushion so I can make a few months rent while, while we ride this out. Um, but luckily I talked to my parents. They convinced me to out of it. Because right, well, right now is the worst time to sell. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, because it's in the pooper? It's in the pooper. It's worth nothing. It's the worst time to sell. Right now you should buy. Really. Now is a good time to buy. But the problem is Americans don't have savings. A lot of Americans can't afford two months rent without getting paid. Yeah. That's a big issue. You know, like the S&P dropped 12% as well. They had hang its lowest since December 2018, while NASDAQ Composite closed 12.3% lower, lower at 6,900 points. It's worst day ever. It's worst day ever. It's pretty big. So, Nash, I ask you again. It's made up. Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah, it is. 100% is. It is. <laughs> Why? I'm just saying. Ela- elaborate. I agree with you, but elaborate. I'm just saying it's it's whatever people value. People value their life more than the representation of this money or this or the value they've placed on this stock, which is fair. That's fine by me. Mm. A lot of people were fearing that, okay, I probably won't be working a lot more or more because of this whole virus thing going on. So I'll sell and get money where I can because everything pretty right now, everything has a lot less value when you're stuck inside your house. Mm-hmm. No doubt. 100%. So if that's all you've got for the time being, for the foreseeable future, you don't know how long this thing is going to last but you know that the longer you're here the less it will exist so yeah yeah so now she has the S&P bear market right so 2009 all the way up until like February 19th this was all a a bull market and then it's gone wow that is so since since in the past month the S&P 500 has dropped 29.6% after reaching all-time highs, this collapsed. Very dramatically, too. Yeah. All at once. All at once. It's 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 freaky. 
it's very scary. I mean, there's some, there's some good things in there. Like everything's down. Obviously, Bitcoin is down because it's not real. Um, <laughs> like tech is down. Uh, the one thing that's kind of stayed steady is gold. Nash, what are your thoughts on gold? Ah, gold. <laughs> I like gold. Why is it so valuable? Well, it's the best conductor of electricity, if I'm not mistaken. So, as far as if you have anything electrical that runs off of circuits, you're going to want it made out of gold because gold's going to give you the fastest possible signal. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it can also like block Wi-Fi if you if you put it together correctly. Like gold can do a lot of crazy stuff. It never tarnishes. It's an absolutely bananas material. People, We don't just like it because it's shiny. It actually has incredibly practical uses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gold's cool. Here's another chart from the BBC, um, which we, we will link to all these charts, all these articles at you Madbo part on Instagram. So make sure you check that out. Um, guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts, too, on this. everything that's going on. I think it's an overreaction. The question of the day. Is it worth it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I, 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 do, I do agree with you, but I know some people out there are saying this is ridiculous. Um, Yo, what's fucking ridiculous is goddamn toilet paper, dude. Cause I'm, I'm just like, I know we've got toilet paper for a while because we shit like normal human beings. Well, actually, that's not, well, that's true, but I did most of my shitting at work. Ah. So I would come home and my tummy would be empty. Anyway, beyond that, incredibly detailed fact that's the only thing i'm worried about when i have to shit in two weeks if this is still going on <laughs> that dude and whoever bought all the goddamn ground beef it goes bad really quickly so go go to hell whoever bought all that <laughs> i wanted some so it's a plate of meat um, some meat dude but this is also obviously it's going to change the forecast and growth and for, for the rest of the for the rest of the year well i mean almost at the end of q1 uh, end of Q1 is literally in like three weeks, two weeks, end of March, January, February, March. Yeah, Q1. Um, so China is expected to drop down from 6% in 2019 to down a little under five. We're expected to go the world economy. I like how China's above the world economy. The world economy <laughs> is going to be down from three to three to three and a half. We're going to be up down from uh, two and a half to like two, one, seven, five. UK is going to be down probably because of Brexit. <laughs> France, the European area, Japan, Germany, and Italy is in the shitter. Um, this is a good one. U.S. flights bookings to all regions are going to have fallen sharply. Asia Pacific, 98.1%. Dude, who is the 0.1.9% still fucking going to Asia? It's, it's probably people in Asia flying to and like around other parts of Asia. Asia's huge. Oh, wait, you're saying like people who are in the U.S. who are... No, I'm sorry, this is, oh, this is U.S. flight bookings. Oh, so yeah. U.S. flight, but I thought this was... Yeah. Uh, I thought it was... Okay. Um... Yeah, dude. I don't know people. Who, people who sense. people who really want to go to Mongolia, dude. Mongolia, crazy place right now. They got horses still. They f- still fuck hard with the horses, man. That's what they know, dude. I Wikipedia did one time like three years ago. So fact check me on that. So one in a hundred countries have travel restrictions because of coronavirus. Um, obviously Canada, U.S., parts of South America. Argentina. Wait, why the hell doesn't? Why the hell doesn't Europe have stuff? (laughs) 
Europe, get your shit together. You got a lot of people. Oh, here it is. Here it is, Nash. So the uh, satellite yeah. imagery show pollution clear amid slowdown. Jeremy Fresh, Jeremy Twenty. Oh my yeah, dude. fucking <laughs> dude, god! This is, this, this this is an amazing graph right here, dude. This northern China is a bunch of like it's a bunch of yellow, orange, and black. And then from January first to twentieth, then February tenth to twenty fifth, it's clear as a whistle. Look at that. <laughs> That's, oh my god! That's yeah, absolutely hilarious. Uh, restaurants bookings in several countries have sharp declined sharply. Uh, UK is down. 20%. Oh, UK bringing it back up. They're bringing it back up though. It's it's on the it's on the rise. A little, a little bit. Uh, reservations compared to same day last year. Uh, UK down twenty percent. Germany down thirty eight. US down forty two. Ireland down fifty two. That sucks. Car sales, dude. Car sales in China, first weeks of February, down 92%. Gone. Bad time to be a car salesman. I mean, let, let alone let alone the, ch- the Chinese economy. Hey, what's that one? What's that one? This, is, this is smartphones. <laughs> smartphones are going to be fine. Yeah, everybody needs it. Everyone needs phones. Come on. Let's, let's and then the bright spot, gold. Gold is currently at 50. I mean, gold took a sharp dip, too. It was, uh, it was like uh, in February, it was at a high of 1600 Now it's on 1570 So... Ooh, $30. It's been up and down. It's been volatile. Now, you know what volatility is? Like the word? Like when it comes to the markets. I would imagine it means it's unpredictable. Yeah. Okay, that's what it means? Not literally. No, literally volatile. It means, oh, it kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Because I heard that term so many times, like a day, I don't even know what it means. It's dangerous because you can't assume it right um so easily changed a few final thoughts on the economy um trading was halted for 15 minutes shortly after the open today um as eight percent of the s&p 500 triggered a circuit breaker so um do you know what the halt is nash no i don't so (laughs) so well, you know everything. I, I assume you I know everything. I don't know everything, dude. You, you know a lot of shit I, about a lot of shit. I know a lot of random shit about a lot of even more. So if if the economy drops, I think, t- below 20% of its average, like in a given day, it puts a halt on trading for 15 minutes. So the, like everybody chill. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, all right. The, the economy's going. <sighs> where were we? <laughs> that's literally what it is so that happened again today for the third time in the past two weeks oh wow right and like it's, it goes a 15 minute break then if it dips even further it takes an hour break so literally trading stopped the economy was just put on pause I gave it 15 mm-hmm. everybody take a stretch get some coffee be back in 10 <laughs> yeah dude the, the economy the economy went and took a smoke break <laughs> All right, like literally, while everything's up in smoke, um, so that leads people to point the finger at government. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something like really offensive. No, so (laughs) when 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 we when we get into pandemics and crises like this, the first people everyone goes to government i keep thinking you're gonna do a racial slur or something and it's amazing me <laughs> what, what what do you want i'm trying not to be i'm trying to be super serial this episode nash i don't know i just assume never mind just keep going you're doing good i'm proud this is oh. good 
<laughs> it's, the, it's the Willie T show right now. All right, let's go. Uh, U.S. airlines are seeking fifty billion in government assistance. All right, before you go on, should they get it? Hold on, seven hundred and fifty billion. Fifty billion. What are you seeing? Seven fifty. That number you wrote. Oh. Where it says dollar sign seventy fifty billion okay seven five zero billion that's 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 something else all right so so everyone's saying like the economy's in the tank Fed's trying to Fed cut interest rates to virtually zero nice the other day shit I didn't even know they could do that it's like you know it's not paying anything anymore yeah, and no one's paying shit yeah I, I saw I saw I saw we should have taken out some loans dude <laughs> I, I saw I saw a meme. Not too long ago, it was like the global economy is like eight hundred trillion dollars in debt, and someone's just like, "Who do we owe money to? <laughs> yeah. The Martians? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who do we owe? Who does the globe owe our own money to?" I think it's just total debt. Yeah, it's just total debt. Yeah, it's like the whole world is in debt to each other, and no one can cash in because they're all in debt. I feel like we've done this before, but with wars and war treaties. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, so Nash, uh, in your professional opinion, because you're a professional at nothing, um, I'm professional. 2008, 2009, they built up the banks. Yeah. Who does the government bail out? Does the government bail out the the U.S. airlines? Do they bail out the travel industry? Are you talking about right now? Yeah. Or in the short future? Fuck them. Let them fail. Yeah. That's what you should do. But I said that's what they're going to do. All right. Well. That's fucking dumb. Why? Because they're already unemployed. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So shouldn't you bail them out? No. Why? It's fucking dumb. Why is that dumb? They don't need it. Let something better come up. Then the airways and then airplanes. Yeah. You let another air company that comes up that knows how to handle shit. Then this won't happen. If you keep bailing out the same old thing, guess what happens? You get the same old issues. Oh, it sounds like throwing money at your drug addict's son so he can finish college. Yeah. He'll get there in 22 years, but it'll be 22 years of paying college tuition. I, I agree with you. I mean, okay. So what about Mitt Romney, who proposed Monday, sending every U.S. adult $1,000? I thought you just, just meant Mitt Romney. Should we bail <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that one. Nah, dude, God, God himself couldn't save Mitt Romney from what he was eternal damnation. Um, but he proposed on Monday sending every U.S. adult a thousand dollars to ease the financial pain from the virus. What does that sound like? Yo, that definitely sounds like a Democrat that ran for office. Yeah, Andrew Yang, baby. Uh, the proposal came after National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow said the administration might provide direct cash assistance to U.S. households. Chuck Schumer will reportedly propose a stimulus package of at least $750 billion. Now, do you see the Fed just pulled out $1.5 trillion for like relief on or research into the virus? Like, where are they going to get this $750 billion? Where are they going to get this um, $1,000 for everybody? Dude, I don't care if I get it. <laughs> no, but uh, where do they pull it out? They fucking print more. You know who Jim Cramer is? It's from Seinfeld? No, that's Cosmo. That's Cosmo Cramer. No, Jim, Jim Cramer is the bald guy 
on like he was on he was on he was on Fast Money forever. He's like he's the finance guy who was like on TV. Oh, with all this with the soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that's that's Jim Kramer. He's on <laughs> he's on CNBC. Um, he was this like he proposed that the government should stop collecting taxes. Yo, I agree. I need to file my taxes. They should stop that right now. So no one would file taxes so they can keep all that money. Right? Yeah. But what happens then? What does that do? Like, Because like most people who file taxes get a refund. Yeah, that's stupid. Who's that guy? Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer? What a fucking idiot. Or he's, he's saying like, you know, like no income tax. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So I was saying you can't say stop all the taxes because then you wouldn't be able to pay for anything next quarter, essentially. Right. So like if you stop income tax, how is the government going to have any money to pay for anything? Or if you stop if you stop any form of tax, right? Like the proposed bill for like one point two billion dollars to for like or eight hundred billion dollars, I forget the actual numbers, yeah. to go into research for the coronavirus. That money doesn't come out of thin air. It comes from taxes, but Jim Cramer literally says to the Fed, "Just print more money. Just, yeah, just, just, just print it." You hold the well, no, because if you're holding the economy, if, they, if you're stopping it, and you print more. Theoretically, it should just be worth. I don't know how it works, but it makes sense in my mind that if you stop the economy and then print more money, the money's going to be worth the same. <laughs> See, this literally, this literally sounds like. When someone says the economy doesn't make sense, why don't you just print endless loads of money and give it its worth? It's inflation. Exactly. This isn't like this. Isn't Jim Cramer kind of suggesting this to inflate their market? No, because we're holding. We're stopping the markets right now, aren't we? No, the markets only halted for fifteen minutes. Oh, I thought they were stopped. No, it was some shit. It was fifteen minutes. It was a oh. smoke break. The markets don't stop for anything. Well, then yeah, that's dumb because then they respond to that. That's saying if you do stop the markets and you print more, then boom, it's worth more. But if you don't stop the markets and you print more, the markets are going to react because that now that money is worth less. Yeah, because there's more of it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are also not financial analysts or experts in any way, shape, or form. Clearly, if you haven't picked that up by now, read a book. <laughs> like, like, I, I'm literally just giving you the best I'm mainly giving you the information I understand How I understand it Recognize me and Nash are both really stupid I'm talking straight out of my ass right now it would be, it would Happy be, to do it for you It would be great to have an expert on But uh, we're just two dudes talking their opinions Drinking some Budweiser um, So yeah the, So and other times these things happen Politics Oh god damn it dude I Ah uh. People love. This is what pissed me off, dude. I was doing research for it and I was watching some YouTube videos. And a bunch of CNN stuff popped up. And it's literally. They said one thing about how the US hasn't reacted quickly enough. That's a fair point to make, I guess. You know, give me some evidence. I'll agree to that. I said at the airports, they didn't have enough. Um, they didn't have a way of quickly uh, seeing if people had the disease. They, they weren't able to analyze people based off of temperature quick enough to determine if they had if they were infected or not. And their comparison was to China, who could do it like that in a minute because they had all these monitors around all the all everywhere in the airport. Or some shit. 
And then, so that was about a minute 30 of what they said. And then the rest of the time was about six minutes just saying how just terribly handled Trump has, has, how terrible Trump has handled everything. And I was just like, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. You're just yelling at him and he's not listening. <laughs> like, and nobody here has said a way to fix it or make it better. You're just like bitching. You're just, you're bitching about fucking the little that's been done when stuff has already been done. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? I do. Um, they're they're pointing blame with no um alternative. Well, like if you say we're unprepared, that's fine. I agree. I don't fucking know how prepared we are. But if you're gonna spend most of your time just saying he's a bad guy, like. What what good is that doing? You're not helping. Well, they 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 do they do. Okay, so let's let's kind of go into it because if you look at the timeline from which, like, is the first case really the rumor started going around December 31st of last last year? Excuse me. And Trump, you know, he kind of played it off. He called it a Democratic hoax. Like the news media trying to ruin his campaign. Yada yada yada. Um. Which he was, I'm not going to say he, he's been handling the situation well. Yeah. I, it could have been a lot better. They could have acted a lot sooner. But, yeah. but look, look at the entire country, not just Donald Trump. A week ago, the NBA season was still a thing. A week ago, spring training games are still being played. A week ago, Coachella was still on the table. All right. Like, it's not like, these things were gradually happening and he ignored them. These things happen, motherfucker, all at once. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not like there was a curfew at 1, 1 a.m. on weekends in New York City and went down at 1230, went down to 1130, went down at 9 p.m. It happens. Bang, 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 yeah. bang. Three days. He's been rolling. Like, governments have been rolling with the punches. You know, when China got really bad... He said no more traveling to China in uh, January, give or take. Yeah. You know, now Europe's getting bad. No more travel to Europe. Governors, kind of like state governments, kind of do your thing. They have been. America's fuck. Right? <laughs> like. But that, that's just kind of my concern. Like, nobody essentially predicted this. But. Okay, no one, no one predicted it. But here is here is his biggest failure, which I do agree with a lot of Democrats saying um, that because he didn't he didn't set himself up for success. Um, and it's something you can it's something it's something you can't put on him, but not really completely. And here's why. So in 2018, Trump fired his Homeland Security Advisor Thomas Bassart. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, whose portfolio included global pandemics. The next month, National Security Advisor John Bolton disbanded the NSC's Global Health Unit. Um, Real Admiral Timothy Zimmer, the top official in charge of the pandemic response, also left his job. So did Borio, whose title was Director of Medical and Biodefense Bio Pre Preparedness. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, he's totally unprepared. Right? None of them were replaced. This meant I'm sorry, you lost the guy that, okay, you lost a security advisor. 
So pretty much the, the pe- global health unit uh, <laughs> guy in charge of pandemic response. So the people. <laughs> no, no. The best yet. The guy who's the director for medical and biodefense preparedness. <laughs> so, so literally the guys who would have helped you out the most. You're just like, we don't need them. We're not having a pandemic right now. Fuck these guys. We don't need them. Literally, this guy's title is Director of Bio, <laughs> bio- <laughs> Medical and Biodefense Preparedness. Right, but okay, but but here's here's a thing. Here's here's a here's a thought. <laughs> What's so specific? It is so specific. Medical and biodefense preparedness. The, the the irony is top notch, right? I'll give you that. The irony is top notch. Yeah, I definitely was prepared. But but here's here's the thing. Like fucking idiot. Here's here's the thing. People go, how does North Korea, how does China, how does all these other countries react so quickly? Because they've had pandemics like this before. SARS, yeah. Right? Like this is they they've had they've had they've had a few rounds in the ring. That and they've got one guy in charge, so whatever he says goes. That too. Like the but the spending isn't there yet. You know why? Because all those guys haven't voted on it yet. (laughs) People love people love saying like when the Ebola outbreak, the H one N one virus. Yeah. How like millions were infected, sixty thousand people were dead under Obama, no panic. Right? Yeah. But like this is this is different. You know, like we America's never really experienced a situation like this, whereas other countries may have or have already. So they know how to respond. Like America America's never really seen a big pandemic like this. Like we do like ever. Yeah. Like, can you think of one where we really kind of needed all of those titles? No, not really, because uh, was it H1N1? That was like swine flu. Swine flu. It was like 10 years ago, give or take. I think it was swine flu. Because I think swine flu, they actually had the like cure and mass production quick enough. Right. It was never really an issue. So like this, this, this is this is untreaded waters for the U.S. politics system, the government. Right. So him cutting something we've never needed before ever. In hindsight, yeah, he's a dumbass. <laughs> All right? I'm on board. Dude. Like, yeah. Dumb, 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 dumb. Dumb, dumb. Right? Dumb. But in 2018, how could you have predicted that two years later, a, a, a virus named after a light beer was going to be a global <laughs> pandemic? All right? No one could have predicted it. Yeah. So I understand the frustration. I understand Democrats calling this out, as they should. Yeah. But let's look at this objectively a little bit. <laughs> no, that was dumb, dude. You shouldn't gotten rid of my boy in charge of medical and bio. Yeah, it's still dumb. You 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 should always be safe dude, and with sorry. A, with a title like that, how are you gonna get rid of the motherfucker? I mean, come on. Biodefense? <laughs> So Trump also put in some new guidelines this week, new nationwide guidelines calling Americans to avoid gatherings of 10 or more people, avoid eating and drinking in bars, restaurants, or public food courts, and encouraging schooling from home across the country. Um, Asked by a reporter how long it would last, Trump replied, people were talking about July, August, something like that. He said... He's, he, he said he likes to say it washes through, but other people don't like that term. I don't know what the fuck that means. But 
if this lasts till July or August, Nash, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. What are we going to do? Dude, don't say that to me. We don't have enough food. We're going to get more food. We have like three boxes of mac and cheese left. Hey, we'll get more. We'll get more, <laughs> dude. We'll start planting victory gardens like they did in the war. Oh, attaboy. Okay. We're going to need to buy some dirt, though. He has no well, his dirt across the street. Yeah, we can steal it from <laughs> We need shovels, though. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we have big spoons. <laughs> we do have big spoons. <laughs> we, have, we have a pot, too. We have a crock pot, even. Oh, dude, we can put the dirt in the crock pot. Ah, oh, I love it. I love the way you think. Okay. So the House did pass a bill <laughs> this past weekend. Um, this measure would give some workers two weeks paid sick leave and pay up to three months of paid family and medical leave equal to no less than two thirds of their pay. Now, this only benefits and applied to employees of businesses fewer than 500 employers. So Nash recovered uh, or, or the government, because, of course, they got to take care of themselves first. We are the government uh, yeah. who are infected by the virus, quarantined, have a sick family member or are affected by school closings. Large employers are excluded and the par- labor department will have the option of exempting workers at any company fewer than 50 employees if it determines that providing paid leave would quote just would just jeopardize the viability of the business as a going as a going concern um so what do you think of that good sounds like really handling it well wow i was worried until you said that Don't look at me like that. I can't tell you being sarcastic. <laughs> me? No, nah, most of the time I can't either. Um, no, I feel like that's pretty good. Again, you ask where it's going to, you know, where the money's going to come from. I have no fucking idea, but. Not our job. No, that's not my <laughs> job. <laughs> so, I make podcasts. <laughs> so so the, the exemption of uh, companies bigger than 500 employees ex- ex- excludes nearly 20 million, or actually includes 20 million workers, so we'll not get that, ex- we'll, we'll be exempt. 59 million Americans work for companies with 500 or more employees, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and about 6.5 million of them do not have any paid sick days. How is that possible? Oh, you're a contractor or a freelancer. yeah, 100%, yep. Well, okay. Okay, I don't, I don't have any paid sick days, that's true. Yeah. I'm a contractor, I don't have any paid sick days. Another 12 million work for companies fewer than 50 employees don't have paid sick days either because they can't afford to give it to them. Um, this bill would also include $1 billion for food security programs aimed at helping those who may struggle to get access to meals during the pandemic, including those who rely on supplemental nutrition assistance program, food banks, and the 22 million children who receive free or reduced prepaid lunch at school. So that's also good. Um, Trump also announced he's going to uh, plan for interest-free student loans. So your yeah, student loans are now interest-free for a little bit until further notice. Doesn't mean you don't have to pay them, but it means they're interest-free. To pay them off faster, I guess? You don't have student loans, so fuck you. Oh, sorry. My family knew how to manage our money. Must be nice to be rich. Oh, I weren't rich. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Up, upper middle class. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Kind of okay. So, uh, yeah, that's what that's what the government's doing. Sorry, right you bought something you couldn't afford, dude. I need that education. Did you though? Yeah. Honestly, going looking back at it, I would have taken the money and just split. Yeah. So, what, <laughs> so how long how long do you see this playing out? 
Dude, I don't want to look at how long it's going to play out. I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, I give it two months. End of April? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot that's still unknown about this virus. Uh, mainly, you know, what the CDC says is wash your hands, avoid people, <coughs> work from home. Don't lick doorknobs. Just don't be a fucking moron. Yeah. Like, don't don't panic. Don't go to the fucking supermarket and buy all the goddamn toilet paper. Or ground beef. Or ground beef, for Christ's sakes. It goes bad quickly. Unless you freeze it like we do. Of course we freeze it, but now I don't want to unfreeze it because I don't know the next time I'm going to see it. <laughs> It could be the last goddamn pound of frozen meat in Hoboken, for uh, all we know. So, yeah, Nash, your final thoughts on this virus. I hope this gets settled quickly so I can go back to work. Thoughts on the virus. Um, don't. There's no real need to be alarmed because everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Everything's going well. You know, be smart about stuff, but we'll probably all be fine. Yeah. Considering. The economy will bounce back. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta think about that, too. People aren't doing anything right now. Nobody's doing shit because of this. Because they can't. So the second we can, bada-bing, bada-bing. I mean, my main, my main concern is, like, remember the government shutdown last year when people literally couldn't pay rent, people were freaking out, and people just, like, were just depleting savings and all these GoFundMes and stories on the news about how sad everything is and how the government gets, gets the shit together? Yeah. My big fear is that it's going to be just like that, except on a more nationwide scale. Because there's so many people who literally live paycheck to paycheck and have struggling uh, saving money, myself included, who don't really have that security blanket. Now, me personally, I'm incredibly lucky. My job did me a, a solid and we work something out, how I can work from home and still get half of my hours. Um. So I'm eternally grateful for that, that I'm in a position where I'm not fucked. But if this goes on for too long, that's not going to last forever. Like, I'm young. I have debt. Welcome to 2020. Um, so it's a, it's a scary time. Like, I'm, I'm very stressed about, oh, this, yeah. about this whole situation because I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm a, I'm a person who needs a plan. Like last week, I was just in work figuring out where my hour is going to be. And it was literally just wait and see, wait and see, wait and see. And like normally at work, I'm very happy. I'm smiley. I'm joking around with people. I'm having a good time. Like, well, I'll get my work done, of course. But like last week, I was very reserved. I kind of kept to myself. I was kind of just thinking, what can I do? What, what can I do? What's going to happen? I don't. But now I, I, now I feel better now because I have a plan at least for the next for the rest of this month and we'll reconvene afterwards. But it's a scary time. Yeah. And that really begs the question with all this work going in, is it worth it? Fuck. Yeah. I do too. And ladies <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this will only make this will only make us better in the long run. Um, I do believe in better safe than sorry. I do not believe that pointing fingers like don't make this fucking virus a political issue um, because politics has very little to do with this. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this episode of the You Mad Bro Podcast, episode number 35. Is it worth it? I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do for an image for this episode title, but I'm just going to Google, is it worth it, and look for something funny like I always do. If you like what you see, if you like what you heard here and you want to hear more, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at YouMadBroPod. All the links to all the articles we talked about this week, all of our research will be there. Please don't take our word for it. Do your own research and let us know what you think about our opinions. Um, again, Nash and I are not health experts. We are not economic experts. We are not experts of anything other than podcasting and good audio. <laughs> Will Tarashuk, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, Nash is, that's Nash Moore, it's like more but more er. Um, we'll be back next week as long as you stay angry. Oh, I hope we're all alive by now. Fuck you if you bought so much toilet paper.